So we'll just turn our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17, from verse 1 onwards. And Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here, and turn eastward, and hide by the brook chariot, which flows into Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and have commanded the ravens to feed you. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook chariot, which flows into Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook, and it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise be to God. If you know someone I was here and they are not here, if you can please let them know that uh, we are still having the morning call. I appreciate it. If you heard people say bye, you can just private message them. Just you know, make sure that they don't miss what the Lord has for them this morning. Praise God. The importance of God's word and the importance of our word. The importance of God's word and the importance of our word. When our word becomes God's word, when God's word is given by God, God sends from heaven. When it becomes our word, when God's word becomes our word, something happens supernaturally. Because the word of God endures forever. If you think about the Word of God, the Word of God is settled in the heavens, the Bible says. The Word of God endures forever. It's one word that can never fail, can never fall. It's God's Word. The Bible says, Heaven and merit may pass away or fade away, but His words will never pass away. God's Word will never pass away. His word is all-powerful. His word is forever settled in heaven. 
His word will never pass away. When you look at his word, his word creates, his word destroys, his word builds, his word does all kinds of wonders. Think about the power of his word, the power of God's word. When God's word becomes man's word, man begins to do what God wants him to do through the power of his word. What you cannot do in the natural realm, you can accomplish it in the supernatural realm through the word of God speaking through you in the time that God wants you to speak. The man Elijah was a man who lived for God. His whole existence was for God. God had a call on his life. The mighty, mighty man of God. Whatever God told him to say, he said it. Whenever God told him to do something, he did it. A man who was yielded to the voice of God became the voice of God. This is a very deep concept, very deep truth that God is giving to his people this morning. I could have just said everybody saying bye and uh, I could have just let everybody say bye and go and gotten some rest but I chose not to do that because God had his word for his people. As I waited and I waited on the Lord, the Lord said, I want you to speak. There's a reason why the Lord had me hold back for two minutes and I didn't have my glasses before that. Everything happens according to God's will. And when the Lord enemy, the Lord allows the enemy to touch something, such as the glasses, and hold me back from coming before everybody left, there's a purpose for it. And the Spirit of God has His word this morning. I have a very bad headache through the night and hasn't gone. It's still there. Headache and stomach pain hasn't let up at all. I could have rested. But the Spirit of the Lord said, I have a word from my people this morning. The word is very important. The word gives life to us. The word is life for us. When we understand the depth of the word of God, when we understand the reason for the word of God, when we understand the power of the word of God, we're going to go after this word. We're going to do whatever this word says, which is God. The word is God, the Bible says. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Now, all things were made through this word, by this word. There was nothing that was made without this word. And simply stating from John chapter 1, the first few verses. This word is all-powerful. 
God had a purpose for Elijah. God had a plan for Elijah. God has called Elijah. There were many sons of the prophets and many other prophets that were there, we know, during the lifetime of Elijah that were hidden. Many were killed. Many were hidden. But there was no one like Elijah the prophet where God highlights his life where God writes about him, what he did, how he lived for God, and how God lived through him. His life was so worthy that the Spirit of God brings his life, how he lived, and how God lived through him in the New Testament as well. Our labor in the Lord will never be in vain. This man, Elijah, was a man who knew how to live his life. He was focused on the eternal things of God. Whatever the Lord had for him to say, he spoke. Wherever the Lord wanted him to go, there he went. And guess who spoke through him? God spoke through him. Guess who went with him? God went with him. We as God's people should be like that. Wherever we go, God should go with us. Whenever we speak, God should speak through us. Is it possible to live a life like that? Is it possible for you, live, for you to live today like that? Yes. When you give yourself to God and say, Lord, I'm giving my mouth to you. Lord, I'm giving my mind to you. Lord, I'm giving my hands to you. Lord, I'm giving my feet to you. I'm giving my entire body to you, Jesus. Take me. Take my life. Take every part of me. Lord, this life that I have, this one life that I have, I want every bit of it for you. Let me be taken over by you in every area of my life. Even this day, whatever you want me to do, I will do. Whatever you want me to speak, that I will speak. When we're determined to do that, along with the determination, our commitment and our action should be there. See, what really shows that I'm determined? If I say something, my feet has to go along with it. If I say something, my hands must go along with it. If I say something, whatever I'm doing has to show. If this is what I said, and this is what I'm doing. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Let the Spirit of God take this word that He is releasing upon His church to a deeper level. Deeper level. Praise be to God. When you commit yourself to the Lord, when you give yourself over to Him, when you say, Father, take over my life, and then whatever we're doing, we're keen on making sure it's lining up with God's Word. At that point, God's Word will begin to work in our lives in a very 
tangible way, in a very tangible way. And you look at Elijah. Elijah was a man who was occupied by God to the extent that the king's people said that this man is like the wind. He comes like the wind and goes like the wind. The wind of the Lord carries him. Everybody knew who Elijah was. Everyone knew that Elijah was not an ordinary man. He was not just any prophet. He was someone who was far beyond that. A man who was fully dominated by God. Fully dominated by God. Every believer can be like that. Every believer has that privilege to let God use them to the maximum. To what extent we allow God to use us to what extent we allow ourselves to be consecrated, committed to God Almighty. To that extent, God will use us. To that extent. See, it's like this. We have a faucet and we also have a container to get water. We control the faucet and we control the container. We determine how big the container is and we determine how long we need to let the faucet run. The control is in our hands. We can either have a huge bucket and we can let the faucet run longer and take as much water as we want to or we can just use a small cup and take a few drops from it or quarter cup from it or half a cup from it or a half a bucket. So the container is determined by us and the duration of uh, the faucet being open is determined by us. So we can have a container and we can fill the container to the overflowing or we can have a container and get a little bit. We can have a small container, we can have a big container. We can have a big container and not full, fill it um, to the full. We can have a small container and fill it to the full or fill it up a little bit. Everything is in our hands. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. To what extent we want the Spirit of the Lord to flow into us, it's in our hands. We have the control. To what extent we want God to work in our lives, we have the control. We can cry day and night saying, Lord, more of you, more of you, more of you. But in order for more of God to work, we want the Spirit of God to flow upon us and we want to let the Lord work in us. We should not cut off that water supply. We need to have room for the Holy Spirit. A cup, a bucket, an ocean. What container we have? Do we want it to overflow? How long do we want to be underneath that faucet? It all is up to us. All through the day. We can be doing all kinds of things. But all through the day, we can be like that bucket 
or that pot or beer container that says, Lord, even in the midst of me doing different kinds of work today, and I know we all have a hundred different things to do today, but in the midst of all our busyness, Lord, I'm willing to be under your, the flow of the Holy Spirit, under your living water. No matter what we're doing, we can still be under the presence of God. We can still let the Spirit of God dominate our lives. Elijah was someone where the faucet was never closed. The Spirit of God was upon him 24-7. There was no disconnect between him and God. Elijah was someone who had continuous room for the Holy Spirit in his life. The highlight of this message is here. In verse 1, Elijah the Tishbite, a human being from a specific place, of the inhabitants of Gilead who lived among a group of people, a human being, says to Ahab, another human being, except he's a king. What is he saying? As long as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be not dew nor rain these years, except at my word. A man who had power in his words. He went and stood there and he said, Until I tell you, he was able to confidently say, we have a message on this. As I was going over the scripture, the Holy Spirit brought this to me, and I want to place it before you. We have a message on this that the Lord spoke many months ago, where the Lord spoke about the man of God, Elijah, who stood before God, what a standing before God means. So you can go back and listen to it. It's a very uh, powerful word that God spoke. Before whom I stand. What does it mean? There's someone who stood before God day and night. You know when someone serves the king, they stand until they get the orders. When they get the orders, they take it and they execute the order that the king gave. When a man goes and carries that word from the king and he goes and he delivers it, he's accomplished or completed the task that was given to him by the king. Do you know what he carries? The king's authority. That's what happens in this chapter. This man of God. When the man who comes from the king's palace, our commander, who receives the king's orders, he comes and speaks. The words that he says is from the king. It has the authority. Whatever he says from the king happens. Elijah was a great commander, a general in the eyes of God. A man who stood before God 
the Bible says this. Do you see a man diligent in his business? In Proverbs, it says this. Do you see a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. There are people who stand before mere human beings, common people, and there are people who stand before people with authority. Who will stand before kings and not mere human beings, people who are diligent? When people who are diligent in whatever God has entrusted into their hands, when they take what God has given and they are diligent, that means they do it with all their heart, mind, soul and strength. This is so important to me. This has been given to me and they do it, whether it's your work or whatever you do. Whatever has been given to you, do it with everything that is within you. This is a guarantee in the earthly realm that that person is going to be lifted. The person is going to be noticed, taken note of for the exceptional work, for the exceptional work that they can. And whatever they are doing, automatically they are going to be promoted. They are going to be in places of honor. That's the earthly realm. But in the spiritual realm, those who show diligence to the things of God, God does something. God places them in prominent places where he can get his work done. And you look at Elijah. Elijah was somebody who stood before kings because he was very diligent before God. An obedient man of God. was so transparent who had so much room for God, that God just flowed through him non-stop. Anytime you look at a flawless Bible character, always know that you can become just like that. Always remember that you can become like that. That's why God has these Bible characters. Simply do what they did and you'll get the results that they got. Very easy equation. Elijah was a man of God. When he spoke, when he spoke, something happened. At his word, something happened. Why? Because his words were God's words. God spoke through him. When he spoke, God spoke through him. There's a scripture that says, the sword of Gideon and the sword of the Lord. The sword of the Gideon, the sword of Gideon was the sword of the Lord. The sword of the Lord was the sword of Gideon. In our lives, God can do such a thing. In your life, God can do such a thing. If you choose to live like Elijah lived, it's a choice. We've heard so much of the word. 
we are continuing to hear so much of the word. The reason why God gives us so much of the word is for the word to become one with us. To let the word go into us, become one with us. Our faith must mix with the word of God. Very important. It's a very deep principles that the Holy Spirit is giving for us to hold on to. Secrets, principles, strategies. If we can get a hold of it, we can become very useful instruments of righteousness in the hands of the living God. Because God is looking for people that He can count on. God is looking for people who will just be so transparent, who will be so open, who will be so loyal to God Almighty that He can just flow through non-stop. And God is looking for people who have that faucet open, who would have God flow through them no matter what time of the day is. They can they're so clear that they can hear God, that the Spirit of God is flowing into them. That they have so much room, no matter what God says, how much He says, they can receive it. Two things I want you to remember this morning through the Spirit of God. One is, you have the control to how much you want God to fill you, and how much you want God to use you. You determine whether you want to get what God has with a cup, with a bucket, or with the biggest container in the whole world. How much room you make for the living God in your mind, in your heart. You know, there's a statement it says, where there's a will, there's a way. What does it mean? It's all in the mind. When you want to do something, you get it done anyway. When there's a will, there's a way. When we know that this is so important, see, if we know that there's liquid gold coming, or you have no water, and this is the water that's coming, I remember the times when we had water scarcity in India when I was a little girl. Big trucks used to bring water. And when they know water is coming at a certain time, before that it's supposed to have long lines with people with their pots. And people who have many pots they can have. And all the family members will be outside with all the pots they can have. Why? Because if they miss it, it's gone. They won't get it. If they get a little bit, when they need more, they won't have it. Water is so important. So what they do, they get all the pots and pans they have, whatever big pots they have, they have. And how many of the family members are there? They make them all stand. Why? Each person can have five pots and they stand. They get more water. It is so important for us to be wise when it comes to receiving what God has for us. The servant of God, Elisha, told the king this. I want you to strike the ground with your arrows. 
know to strike the ground means. Strike the ground is not just take the arrows and hit the ground. It's shoot the arrows. What did he do? He took the arrows and he shot a few. And he said, I did it all. And the man of God got upset at him. Because the Spirit of God inside the man of God got upset at him. What in the world did you do? You should have shot more. You should have shot everything that you had. Taken, he should have just done one, two, three, four, five, six, how much ever? How many ever? But you know what? He just did something. He said, Well, I did what I could. The man of God got very upset. He said, If you would have done more, you would have had victory. You would have defeated the enemy completely. Why was he getting upset? Not because the man of God is going to gain something, no. It was because he cared about the king. It was, he cared about God's plan that needs to be accomplished for his nation through this king. It ties down to, it comes down to faith. Our actions, our thoughts, they all are a manifestation of what we believe, our faith. So, with this statement, where there's a will, when we look at it, that will is very powerful. When that will is bent on doing something, it will get it done. The reason why the Spirit of God is speaking to us about that is the capacity. The capacity of our hands, it depends upon the capacity of our minds. Somebody said this to me, this, a person who is not a believer, who said this to me, who is in charge of something regarding Samuel's uh, inner care, a service coordinator, for a meeting, she said this to me. She said, I'm amazed at how much you're doing. And he, she said, it amazes to see to what extent a mother will go in order to do what is necessary for her children. It's a statement. Uh, an unbeliever says, a general statement about mothers, all mothers. She said, when it an impossible situation, what a mother will do, what all things that she'll face and she'll overcome in order to get things done for her children. Now, this doesn't involve any supernatural working of God. It doesn't involve any of those things. It just talks about the willpower that God has given to a woman. What she can accomplish. All of a sudden, she can do things that she would have never done. All of a sudden, she does things that other people say they, they can't do. You know why? Because that will says, I need to get this done. Because now it becomes priority for her. The life of her child becomes priority for her. This is with the capacity that God has given to every single human being. When you hear so many heroic stories 
and for centuries as to what a father did or what a mother did for their own children. It just shows how much potential a human being has on the inside. Even for people who don't know God, that will. When that will is there, anything can be accomplished to an extent in the natural realm. But you want to go against the forces of hell. That will alone by itself will not accomplish, overcome or overtake the forces of darkness. That will has to be given over to God so that God's will can dominate that human will. It's when God's will dominates the human will, then we have victory 24-7. Our words can accomplish so much. But when God's word dominates our words, it can accomplish the supernatural things. The Bible says, a gentle tongue, a gentle tongue breaks the bone. What does it say? Soft answer turns away wrath. A gentle tongue, it breaks bones. That means the way we speak can actually melt people's hearts. The way we speak when it's with kindness can get things done. Love. It talks about love and talks about the law of kindness. It talks about the human power, human capacity that a human being has when they use certain principles. How much more when the tongue is given over to God, God dominates that tongue. How much more when that will is given over to God and God dominates that will. It's a whole different level. A whole way of, whole different way of living. Now, the driver is not you, it's God. And look at Elijah's life and aspire to become like him. Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, he's speaking to a king. No fear, no worry, because it was not about him. He came and stood when God wanted him to stand. He came and said what God wanted him to say. He said, before the Lord whom I stand, as long as God lives, that means that's what is happening. Until I come and tell you, at my word, he was able to so confidently say at my word. Why? His words by God's words. He lived with God to the extent that God flowed in him and through him so freely. God was able to speak in him and through him so freely that Elijah's word, Elijah's word himself had so much power. See, him saying, thus does the Lord and saying something is different and for him to come and say, at my word is different. When you closely look at it, they were both the same. Because this was a man who didn't do anything on his own. 
This was a man who was given over to God. And it says in the book of James, he was just like us. He had emotions just like us. He became tired just like us. But he was a man that God sent the angel of God down when he became tired. He was a man that heaven valued, heaven deeply cared. God was there watching him day and night. Very different from, yes, God watches. Very different when we say God is watching over Elijah. At my word. At my word. How are your words today? When you speak, how are your words today? It is, a, is it the words that have become the words of God? Are your words containing the words of God? Does it contain power? See, if our words is to become powerful, then our words must be sanctified, has to be given over to God. A mouth should be given over to God. It takes practice, but with consistent practice, God will give you the strength. God will give you His power. Be like the person who would say, Lord, if you're going to pour, I'll bring everything I have before you. When the man of God, when the prophet Elisha, told the widow to go and borrow all the pots, all the vessels you can borrow, as many as you can, and bring it. She exactly did what she was told, which was, until she couldn't find any more vessels, she borrowed from every single person, and got as many containers that she was able to. And then when the multiplication happened, she had, all that she needed and much more. We must be like that. When God pours, we need to have that room. Make more room. Only we can do that. God will not do that for us. We need to make more room for the Holy Spirit. We need to make more room for the Spirit of God to flow into us. In order for our capacity to increase, in order for us to be able to see what God has, we need to come with our buckets. We need to come with bigger containers. We need to come. We need to come with a bigger heart. We need to come with a bigger mind to God. And say, Lord, pour into me your living water. Pour into me your living water. As we're hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit this morning, make this your prayer. Lord, I want my words to do something. I just don't want to be somebody who just talks. But my words should be the words of God. I want to use my mouth for you. My words should contain the power of God. The heaven is able to back up. But I'm saying, when will that happen? When God dominates my life fully. When that happens, every word I speak, it carries the power of God. When I say something, something, 
will happen. God is speaking to your hearts this morning. When you give your words to God and surrender your words to God and say, Lord, I'm going to be more careful going forward with what I speak. I'm going to be more careful with the way I interact with people wherever I am. I'm just not going to say things just to say, but I'm going to be more aware of what I speak and I'm going to give myself more room so that the Word of God can work in my heart and work in my life and through my life work in the lives of those around me. Elijah's words had so much power. For three and a half years there was no rain. He said, until I tell you again, you're not going to have any rain. You're not going to have any rain. The Bible says, in the book of James, until, he said, there's no rain because his words had power. He was a man who spent time with God to the extent that the Lord flowed into him and through him. So just remember this. You have the control. To what extent the Holy Spirit can flow into you. You have the control. And you have the control also to be in what kind of a container, how much you want to receive. How much you want to let the Lord flow, you have the control. And how much you want to receive, you have the control. If you remember these two things and decide how much you want of the Lord and how much room you will make, depending on that, your results are going to be. How much you want of the Lord and how much room will He make for Him will determine how your words are going to be, how your life is going to be. So may the Lord help you to see this morning through the pages of His Scriptures that this man who was yielded to God is a man that haven't recognized, haven't authorized, and haven't stood by. A man of God whom God found worthy to have his life both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. A man who was worthy that Jesus would mention his name and what God did through him in the life of the widow of Zarephath during the ministry of Jesus Christ. God would find his name worthy to bring him as an example in the New Testament through his mighty apostles. Your life can become like that. Your life can become like that, just like that. For God Almighty, through his power, can flow through you if you would allow him to flow through you. God has to flow in order for that you need to have your faucet open. You need to let the Spirit of God flow through you. You need to have room for the Spirit of God to flow through you. 
So as we close our eyes and look to the Lord today, God just spoke to us from verse 1. Very powerful. That one verse is so powerful. Contains so much in it. Tell the Lord, Lord, let me be a blessing to you. Not just be any believer. Not just be any Israelite. Well, you can be any Israelite and any believer you want to. But you want to aspire to becoming what God wants you to become. And that's where the push is coming from the Holy Spirit this morning for every believer in this church. You can become like Elijah. And become like this man of God who had such great influence in heaven and on earth. He had such power over nature. Heavens shut up at his word. At his word. Heavens let up at his word. People knew who he was. Jezebel wanted to kill him. The righteous people knew that it's a man who was carried by God Almighty through the power of God. He comes and he goes. They know that God operated his life. They knew that the wind of the Lord carried him. And whatever he did, it's what he did through God working in and through his life. We can be like that. We can be just like that. We can be like Elijah. That our words can become the words of God. If our words are consecrated to the living God. When we say Jesus speak through me like we learn in the LTS. We have to be careful with what else we speak. If we want him to speak through us, then everything else that is not of him must stop. It's a deeper consecration that the Spirit of God is looking for. Where we say, Lord, let my words, my language, everything be cleaned up. My mouth be cleaned up so that the Spirit of God can flow through me. My life be purified that the Holy Spirit can flow through me. We close eyes and look to the Lord. We want to pray with a sincere heart, with a true heart, with a heart that will say, Lord, I want to be like Elijah. I love these Bible characters. People who are sold out for God. Who chose the highest, most expensive pearl. And they're so glad that they did. He was so dear to God when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. 
He was one of the most important people who came down to talk to Jesus about the death of Jesus. Talk to Jesus on the Mount of Transformation. He came along with Moses. Is our life worth living for God? Is our life worth giving over to God? Is life making all about heaven? Is worth it? If it's worth it, why not go for it? Those really go for it with everything that is within them. That's the difference that comes between virgins and wise virgins. And those are the ones who will inherit what God has for them. God is speaking to us today. There were prophets there, many prophets there. No one like Elijah. No one. During his lifetime, there's no one like Elijah. You want to make a difference in this world, now and forever? You want to make a difference by giving your life over to God, that heaven will recognize you. Be so sold out to God that the enemy will be after you, like how Jezebel was after Elijah. But no one can touch you. No demon can touch you. No human can touch you. No force on earth can touch you. No power from hell can touch you. They all will try. Threaten. Weapons will be formed against God's people, but it will never prosper. God is speaking to us today. If you want to be like that commander who had the power of God because he carried heaven's authority and he carried heaven's orders. When you wait before God, God will tell you. He will fill your mouth with his words and he will say, Go. I'll be with your mouth. Go. And every time you open your mouth, God will speak. No wasted words. Even when you talk to people. Even when you talk to your family members. Even when you talk to children. It will be living water that will come out of your mouth. It's possible. It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Every single person can live like that. Every single person who has the same commitment can live like that. God is calling every single one in our church to live that supernatural life. That's your word. That's your word. It's no more your words. It becomes God's word. When does it happen? When that me dies, I die. No longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. My life is sold out for God. It's no more like, what about me? What about myself? What about me? When that goes away completely. It says, what about God's will, God's agenda? What God wants me to do? And that takes priority. That will will accomplish anything for God. But there's a will. There's a way. You allow the Spirit of God to flow into you how much ever you want to. You make room for the Holy Spirit to how much ever you want to. Depending on that, you will have His power. Depending on that, you will do great and mighty things for the living God. 
at my word at my word what about your words what about your words with the Holy Spirit take these sentences that God has given and speak to your hearts let it ring let it ring in your hearts let it ring in your hearts all through this day what about my words Elijah's word did something what is your word doing what are your words doing what is it doing is it having an eternal impact how much if it's having how much what are your words doing ask yourself that question say God broken me make good your prayer I'm going to pray for you this morning we're going to close our eyes and look to the Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus take some time in the presence of God there's no rush we need to take our time in God's presence if you are not able to hear the whole thing you can always listen to the recording again if you're here just give yourself to the Lord and pray Lord you brought this servant of God this morning here in spite of the tremendous pain that she's going through to deliver your word it's a very important word for our church to read one of us and say it's a very important word for me say it and pray it this word has been given to me what am I going to do with it simple very profound very deep Elijah's words had such great impact on the weather on the nation on the king on the animals on the people what are your words doing ask yourself this question what am, what am I doing what are my words doing every time I speak what is happening what is happening in this natural realm how much is God flowing into me and how much is God flowing through me where is God in all of these things how much are we content with the little bucket that we are filling every time that's enough that's enough I don't want any more or are we longing for more in order for more to happen we need to become less more of you Lord less of me fill every part of me I want all of you none of me pray this prayer in the presence of God every single person in that church should pray this Lord let my words become your words let my words become your words let your words become my words I just want, don't want to go in sounds very intellectual or very funny or very logical this is not going to do anything in this world to accomplish anything eternal there are a lot of people many intellectuals are there many comedians are there many people who talk a lot and waste their time and others time time a lot of people out there nothing outstanding about that a comedian lives and a comedian dies intellectual lives and an intellectual dies but those that carry the word of God they live forever their names are standing forever their lives they have been given over to God they are living even today 
Do you want to become like that? Do you want to become like that? No matter what or how a container may look. Or when it is brought, when that water is brought, when that cup is brought in front of the huge Niagara Falls, is what it just disappears in the beauty of the Niagara Falls. And the water in that becomes insignificant when it stands before the Niagara Falls. God is speaking to our hearts today. Do you want to be someone who lived like Elijah? There are many people in the Bible who lived like Elijah. Elijah was one of them. That's why he was worthy of receiving the mantle of Elijah. He gave up everything so that he can receive what God had for him. When we lose focus on what matters the most, and Satan at that point will successfully be able to take the very purpose of which we've been called for. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Pray with everything that is within you. Lord, do something in my life. Do something in my life. Pray with everything that is within you. I know it's 8 o'clock and God knows it's 8 o'clock. We know we have the women's meeting, but this is more important than that. Have your mind on what God is doing at this hour. What God has delivered at this hour. Every time God delivers something, it's a treasure that God is giving. Lord, what you have delivered to me at this hour, I want to take it very seriously. Say, Lord, what you are giving to me at this hour, I want to make this mine. You heard me say many times, and I'll say it again and again and again, as long as God wants me to. One life you have, live it thoroughly for God. Live it thoroughly for God. Live it thoroughly for God. You'll have no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. He who is the least in this world, become the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. There are very specific principles God has given. Me, my, my, I has to die if you want to become God's man and God's woman. And for God's man and God's woman, God will do anything. That's why the song that the Lord gave at your command, the bird said, your man. That's the difference there. There are certain people God will say, this is my man, this is my woman. God will say, to those people, heaven will provide for them. To those people, angels will come and feed them. Those are human beings. Human beings. Mere human beings. They're not mere human beings at the same time because they have God dominating their lives through and through. 
God commanded the widow to go and provide. God commanded the birds to go and feed the man. God provided for him. God himself. At the command of God, the nature submitted to God's man. At the command of God, human beings submitted to God's man. At the command of God, and at the command of this man of God, rain came, and there was no rain. At the command of this man of God, God is looking for such people. God is looking for people who are so yielded, sold out to the king. He gives them his authority to accomplish his purposes. Elijah never did anything on his own. He never spoke anything on his own. He was a man who was yielded to God. How much are you yielded to God? Tell yourself, I want to give myself fully to the Lord. God, take over me, every part of me, Lord. Take over me, take over my life. Nothing can touch such people. Yes, there will be many death threats, many kinds of threats. Jezebel will be after Elijah. Jezebel cannot touch his life until God's plan for his life will be accomplished. God took Elijah in a glorious manner. Chariot from heaven came and took him. Such a powerful man of God. If you ask Elijah, Elijah, was it worth giving your life for God? Was it worth it? As Apostle Paul says, Elijah would say the same thing. I can't compare what I gave in return for what God gave. May God speak to your heart to this hour. To understand the depths the length, the width, the breadth, the heights. It's the glory of God that God has for you. What God wants to do in and through your life, each and every single person in our church needs to seek the Lord for it. Make room for it. Make sure you carry the biggest container if you want what God has for you, make sure you make so much room. How much of a room you make, only to that much you get. Make sure you have the faucet open. Make sure the connection is there all the time. Make sure that you're receiving, you're in the receiving mode all the time. Don't block the flow of the Holy Spirit by putting self in the way. Anytime that self comes, the faucet is closed because self operates how long it wants and how long it doesn't want. Be someone who lives in the spirit 24-7. You can. You should. There's no life that can be compared to the life that God has for you. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. It's a life of miracles 
it's a life that we cannot compare to any other life that's on the face of the earth. And it's a life that will speak even after it's long gone. Commit yourself to the Lord this morning and pray. Let me be like Elijah, Lord. Let my words become your words. And your words, my words. Let my life become so transparent, so open, that you can fill me in every place. May you fill me. Through and through, may you fill me. Pray that. Pray that with all your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, fill me. Take my words out of me and replace it with your words. Let my will be no longer mine. How many times would you have sung that? Let it truly happen. Let it truly happen. Not just saying is enough. We need to let it happen in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. The ways are so marvelous. Your path is so glorious. Thank you for your strength. The strength of God. It carries us through. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all those whom you brought this morning. Thank you for all those whom you kept this morning to hear this word. And for all those whom are going to be hearing this later. I pray that you cover all those whom you have prepared to receive this word that you have, Lord. I pray may this word have an eternal impact in their lives if they make room. May this word, O Lord, bring about a definite change in the way they speak, in the way they live, so that they too can have words that have power to accomplish what God wants them to accomplish. That they may stand before kings and not before mere men. That they may receive this blessing that you have for them, Father. There are many people, you have many things planned. Most people never reach even half of what you have for them. You wanted to give the entire Canaan to the children of Israel. Because you knew that they could, because you wanted them to. But they chose not to. 
They gave room to human reasoning. They gave room to fear. They gave room to unbelief. And there were certain portions of Canaan. They were not conquered. Even though you said you wanted to give to them. Even though they saw. You gave them victory. In other parts. They didn't have faith for this part. Because of that they missed out on what you had for them. I pray may we not be like that Lord. Whatever you have for us. May people inherit all of that Jesus. Whatever you want to give to them Lord. I pray. May they have the hands of faith to receive that oh God. Whatever you want to accomplish in their lives oh Lord. May they be all for it, O Father. Thank you, Jesus. As you said in your word with a with great desire, with deep passion, you said you were there to break bread with the disciples. With a deep passion, with a deep desire of God, you've brought me this morning in spite of much physical affliction, with a deep passion, with a deep desire of God, with God's heart, there in God's heart, you brought me to your people to give your word. I thank you, Lord, from the mouth of God, through the mouth of your prophet, through the mouth of your servant, you've given your words to the ears of your people. I pray, O God, that these words may have a great impact. Great impact. When the man of God, the prophet of God spoke, heavens yielded. The sky yielded. Not Jezebel. But the sky yielded. You've given a will for every human being when it comes to your word, to receive it or to reject it. May we be like the skies and the trees and the nature that always obeys the command of God. Not because they are forced, but because they obey. May we be people, Lord, who won't need that won't need bridle but simply when you tell us something that we'll obey right away Jesus that our words may have that power it comes from God through God flows through us I pray this blessing upon your people this morning you make every single brother, every single sister, every single child who's on this call this morning a wellspring of life a refreshment to God the Father oh Lord I pray there be life here may become a sweet fragrance to Jesus did not only in this world Lord, even long after they're gone May their lives continue to speak on this side of eternity and in the world to come. 
Lord, may they inherit the blessings that Elijah inherited by paying the price that he prayed. Oh Lord, I pray that you bless your people this morning. That they may be slow to wrath, slow to speak, quick to listen. That every single person may have that wisdom that comes from God to have that control over their mouths so that the Spirit of God can speak through them. That every single person, O oh Lord, may have the words yielded to the Spirit of God all through this day, no matter where they go. That the words may give life, O oh Lord. So I bless your people with this blessing that you alone can bless them with. That the Spirit of God may do a mighty work in their lives through this word that you've spoken to them this morning. A deeper work a deeper work in the name of Jesus. Let it take place in the lives of every single person here, Lord. Every single person here. O God of heaven and earth. O God of heaven and earth. O God of heaven and earth. We thank you. We thank you for this word that you have given. It has the power to do something substantial in the lives of every single person here. So I pray, O oh God. I pray, O oh God. That you do a deeper work in the lives of your people. That the words may have that impact that Elijah had. That your words, O oh Lord, may be the words of the living God. That the words of the Lord bring glory and honor to the living God. That the words of the Lord turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. I pray that you will do something special in every single person who's here. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll bless their day. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will do a deeper work. Do a deeper work this morning. Do a deeper work this morning in the name of Jesus. Do a deeper work this morning, Father. The lives of your people do a deeper work, Father. Do a deeper work, Father. Do a deeper work, Father. Take this word, O oh, precious Holy Spirit. If you have said in your word that the kingdom of heaven is like a leaven that goes into that dough that spreads, O oh Lord. I pray, let this word that you have spoken take over every brother, every sister, every child who is here this morning. Let it take over, take over every part of their being. Make them powerhouses for you, Father. Make them powerhouses for you, Lord. Let their hearts burn with passion. May they know that they too can become everything that you want them to be. Just like how Elijah became. Just like how Elijah became. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Cover your people with your precious blood. Lord, let your word do a deeper work in the lives of your people. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the word of God from working the lives of your people. The work of God from being moved forward. Every assignment of Satan, I cancel it right now in Jesus' name. Every work of the enemy, I nullify it in Jesus' name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth in the lives of your people as it is in heaven. Now what you have for them, may they receive it. And not lose anything, Father. May they not fall short or come behind in any gift. Anything that you have for them, O oh God, I pray. That the wisdom of God may lead them into a life of fruitfulness, greater fruitfulness for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. With this blessing, I bless your people with. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. If the Lord has spoken to you, take a few minutes in the presence of the Lord. Three, if you can pray, after that we're going to conclude. 